We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're going to talk about Michigan here in just a second. Oh, just we are. a second. However, I just saw some breaking news you come did? across Twitter like 30 seconds ago. Some potentially very good news for the Big 12 Conference. The Big 12. The Big 12. Yes, really? the Big 12. Okay. This is per Pete Thamel. The Big 12 is entering into early talks with ESPN and Fox on its next TV deal. Negotiations are expected to begin in spring, or they were thought to begin in spring of 2024, but they have begun now. Isn't all due respect to your your contention that this is big news, isn't that just something that ha- is a formality? I'm just saying. That like, don't they have to negotiate they, at they some thought point? It, they, it, negotiations were expected to begin in spring of 2024. They're moving way up. In this. Okay. All right. So. Okay, that's big, good news. Yeah, I, I don't fan. know why I'm being so difficult. Yeah, Mr. Surly over there today. Has it been? Some people have thought so. Really? I, yeah, hit or miss for me in terms of my thoughts and the surliness. I, I bit back hard on the notion that tension is some some tension between Frost and Whipple would be some kind of harbinger of doom. I expect there to be tension. There's tension on coaching staffs, especially coaching staffs who are coaching for their livelihood. There better be tension. And if there's tension, yeah, I'm just going to stop right there. I mean, it is what it is. We, we've had times of tension on this show. If we, if there wasn't tension, it would suggest to me a lack of caring. Yeah, I, I, that's fine. I, I mean, agree with that. If I came in here and was never taking issue with anything, it would be because I don't give a you're damn anymore. Apathetic. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no interest. You're right. just here. Right. right. Going through the motions. Right. Here exactly. I am again. Exactly. Day show's over. I'm going home. Right. So, yeah, I, I hope there's tension. Now, it can be a, speaking, there can be unhealthy tension, but I don't okay. think we're... Okay. Speaking of potentially unhealthy, or maybe healthy tension. Okay. Healthy tension. This might be healthy tension. Jim Harbaugh yeah, very bizarre. at Michigan is citing a biblical approach in deciding the Michigan quarterback battle between Cade McNamara and J.J. McCarthy. Right. Read now, about this last night. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Harbaugh, again, has not named a guy. So Cade McNamara is, is the incumbent starter. He yes. was the guy last year that got them to the playoffs when they got beat by Georgia. 12-2 and two last year. Yes. He is going to begin... This season, week one, this Saturday against Colorado State. However, J.J. McCarthy, who came in at times for different packages last year. Five-star. Is going, five-star, is going to start against Hawaii in week two. Jim Harbaugh says, quote, Many people have asked, how did you come to that decision? Was it based on some sort of NFL model? No, it was really biblical. Solomon, he was known for being a pretty wise person. He was referring to Ecclesiastes Eleven six. He was going using a Bible verse for why he's doing this. Did he, did he exp, can you explain it a little bit more? Yes. Uh, they said the verse that he appears to be referring to comes from Ecclesiastes eleven six. Sow your seed in the morning, and at evening let your hands not be idle, for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will, will do equally well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Interesting. In in general, huh. regarding. The, the concept of a coach who, again, is trying to defend his Big Ten title and win again, with Ohio State always hanging over here as the favorites. You beat them last year. 
you won the conference, and still you have no idea who your starting quarterback is this season. You have an idea. Do you? Yes, you have an idea. It's one of two. So you do have an idea. They're very close. They, were, they both had exceptionally strong preseason camps, according to Harbaugh. Both are playing very good football right now. It's Now, there's a, obviously there's a high potential for awkwardness in this, right? Uh, yeah. For instance, for instance, not terribly awkward, but what if McNamara goes 17 of 20 for 305 yards with five touchdowns and no picks against Colorado State, and then he's not going to start the next game? I mean, what what if he just sets the world ablaze against now, Colorado State? And to be fair, if, if someone was saying, well, how good is the second team? Hawaii just got blasted by Vanderbilt. Blasted. Well, so they're not good. No, and, Colorado, and you can do this. You can set up this scenario at Michigan because of the first two opponents. Colorado State, that's Jay Norvell's team, by the way. Yes. Uh, Jay Norvell is the head coach of Colorado State. Colorado State hasn't had a winning season since 2017. Okay, they're 27 and a half point under Nebraska. Yeah, they're well, Actually, Not everything has to come I back just, to Nebraska. I, well, I okay? just made it though. I just did. Yeah. The <laughs> listen. So you can do this because you're playing pronounced underdogs. Colorado yes. State's a 27 and a half point underdog. You couldn't do this. If Michigan opened the season against Notre Dame, right? And then a conference opponent right, after that. Right, But you can do it because, because you probably don't have to worry too much about beating Colorado State or Hawaii. So there's that, right? I still take – now, what about my – I'm interested in what you'd say. Wouldn't it be sort of awkward if McNamara does – is, is otherworldly in yeah. the opener? And he's not starting game two? Right. And – Although Harbaugh would say, no, it's not. That's not because I'm going to give McCarthy a chance <clears throat> to be otherworldly against Hawaii. And if he's not, I know who my starter is. But then what if, what if, they're, what if they're both otherworldly, though? Well, that's a good problem to have. That, that, see, I, that's what I'm questioning. Is, Isn't that a is, good problem? Is that healthy or is it unhealthy tension then at Michigan? I think it's healthy. It's, when it comes down to it, it's competition and that if you manage the competition well it can be healthy if you communicate the competition well it can be healthy and he's doing the Harbaugh's doing a good job of that right now he's laying out the scenario he's not being cryptic right no yeah he says this quote it's a process no person knows what the future holds but the process will be based on performance we think that both are capable of leading our team to a championship as an aside, this is good for TV ratings. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, this creates some drama, right? This creates drama where there would probably be none. You're not all that interested in Michigan's first two games. No, they have the easiest non-con schedule in the nation. Colorado State's terrible. Hawaii's terrible. UConn is, of right. course, still terrible. That's their three teams are playing in non-con. So he's garbage. Yeah, he's creating some drama where there otherwise would probably be none, which is that's not what. That's not his interest. But that, watching from afar, like us, now we're pretty interested, right? You'll check out Michigan and, and Cade McNamara and what that picture looked like against Colorado State, right? Yes, I expect him to look very good because that team. Although I like Jay Norvell, they're not very good yet. They haven't been good for a while. No, the Rams. They haven't. 
Could you pull doing that at Nebraska, boy? Uh, I mean, come on, doing it at Michigan is about it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen that in Nebraska. I don't think. Tommy right? says Harbaugh can't operate unless he has a quarterback controversy. <laughs> Some of that. Right. Some of There's that. Always something there. All right. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels, two bagels, and Joe. Sip is 2-0 and on the week and 2-0 and since the reset. Today, of course, is a wild card Wednesday. And who does Nebraska play this Saturday? They play North Dakota. How about some famous <coughs> North Dakotans? And I think you should know all of this. <coughs> Let me say this. I think that the general caller and you, Sip, should know all of these answers today. Okay. All right. I, I, I so love that. That's why topic. I think it's very fair. I love the topic. Famous North Dakotans because the Fighting Sioux are coming to Lincoln this Saturday. I love the topic. Four Thank six you. four five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right. Oh, that's not it. Now we've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, "Shut up, Sipple!" <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Of course, I already messed up something. The Fighting Hawks. Excuse me, not the Fighting Sioux. That's what they, they were. I, you know, I, I didn't correct you. The text line did. Fighting Hawks. Thank you. We got, what we got color results. are they? <laughs> I think they're green. Oh, yeah. I like the color of your shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they are. I don't want to mess that up either. I'm pretty sure they're green. Are they? Are they dark green? Well, North Dakota State is that. I don't know what North Dakota is. I, I don't, don't think North. I'm Dakota's not making any more mistakes okay. on North Dakota. The Fighting Hawks. You would better hope that Darren Erste doesn't call in today because he's from North Dakota. He'd get all these right. Yeah, I'm hoping he doesn't call. Yeah, oh, he did. It's John. <laughs> John, how do you feel about famous North Dakotans today? <laughs> oh, just great. I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be awesome. <laughs> All right, John. I think you'll be surprised how well you do. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. We'll I'm, see. I'm we'll telling see. you, I think these questions are all very gettable for everybody here. So let's see how this goes. John, first question goes to you. Here we go. The baseball player who originally broke Babe Ruth's single-season home run record in uh, 1961 Maris. grew up in Fargo. Who was that player? Say it again. That's, that's Maris. Roger Maris grew up in Fargo. Same. I would have had that. You would have had that? Yes. One? Okay. Everybody had that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I told you you should get all I like Roger Maris. Okay. Sip, first question. <laughs> I wasn't alive when Roger Maris played, Jake. You're supposed to say you weren't alive. Uh, you know. No. All right, go ahead. What American accordionist, band leader, and TV empresario who hosted his I own TV you. program from Welch. 1951 to 82 grew up in North Dakota? Welch. Bob Welch. I, I don't think I can give nope. it to you. I, I can't give it to you. You're on the right. I can't give you Bob Welch. You can't? John, tell Sip who that Lawrence was. Lawrence Welk. Welk. Oh, Welk. Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. Larry Welk. No, I couldn't give you Larry Welk. Lawrence Wow. Oh, I watched that show all the time at my grandma's. Yes, yeah, that's a fair question, right? Yeah, very fair. So two for two. How did we I miss that? I wasn't locked in. Yeah, it's not looking good because I think that I John, wasn't locked I in. I think John's going to end it here. Yeah. 
All right, John, you're up 2-0 for the sweep. Yeah, I know where you're going with this, Your too. final question. I know where you're going. No, you don't. Yes, I no do. idea. Yes, what do. person is the only woman to be the champion in both the UFC and WWE, was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame in 2018, and grew up splitting time between North Dakota and California? No idea. Uh, no idea. No guess at all? Um... Five seconds. No. Got uh, nothing. All right, Sip. Do I have to take this? You have to take this. Is it Ronda Rousey? Is it Ronda Rousey? Oh, he's not dead yet. Look, we're three for three on questions answered about North Dakotans. Mm -hmm. That means that you have a chance to go to the tiebreaker. Last question, Sip, to force the tiebreaker. Give me it. I think you should get this Give one. Give me the one I know. What longtime Arizona basketball coach, a national champion in 97, and also a member of the College Basketball Hall of Fame, grew up in North Dakota? Lou Dolson. Is that the one you were going for? Nope. It was Phil Jackson. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> I knew you wanted Phil I got, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I got Lou Dolson. I wasn't though. giving you Phil. Well, how about Lou, that? I'll take Lou Dolson. It though. was a 2-0 deficit. Now it's a tiebreaker. This goes to Sip. And, John, you will go over, under, Sip's answer. Zip, speaking of Lute Olsen, ready? How many seasons did Lute Olsen coach at Arizona? I oh God. That's rando. That's why it's a tiebreaker. At Arizona. Because yeah, he yeah. coached at Iowa yes, for a long did. time. Right. I want to know Arizona. 14 years. Okay. John, 14 years. over under 14 years for Lute Olsen at Arizona. I think I'm going to say over that. Quite a bit, but I'm not sure. When I say long time, that should be a key. It's a long time. 24 years. Jeez. Oh. 24 years for Lute Olsen God, in Arizona. That's a, eternity. It was uh, a good comeback. You were in Nebraska against Miami in 2015. You forced overtime mm -hmm. with a great fourth quarter, but you still blew it. No T. Yeah. Congrats, John. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thanks. Drop table. Yeah, shut yeah. up, simple. He yeah. says, "Hey, that a was, lot of people saying that today." We got all. I told you before great, the game. Great game. I said we all four questions should be answered correctly. Yeah, that was a great game show you drew up. Thank you. A great rundown too. I, I, I mean, you had a great day. The run, the quarterback topic was fascinating. The text line liked that one. Yeah, you you had a good day, and and today, you should the rundown should be fairly. Yeah, uh, we should get ride Whipple, itself. We get Whip and Shenander today. Yeah, Whipple and Shenander. We got Schaefer tomorrow. Yeah. We got Rick Heyman tomorrow. We're set. Ah, we're set. set. The show's already done. Oh, that's beautiful. Just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Could you get some sleep today? Uh, no, I'm not taking. I don't need naps. I don't need a nap. Uh -huh. Look at Nick started here. Nick was in quite a mood the other yeah, day. Yeah, he was. He was in a mood. <laughs> there he is. He's a bit of. He's he's 21 and he's already getting surly. Just wait till you're in your 50s for that. Yep. Yep. It's a little, a little early. You're not so surly. You've handled this loss really well. Well, I'm used to it now. <laughs> you just wait till the dolphin season starts, but yeah. yeah. You've got you've got like ten days until things really hit the I've wall. I've been here. really impressed this week how well you've handled the L and Dublin. Well, because I, you had a good because time. I had a fun trip. Yeah, I told Dublin. you I told everybody that's asked me, Oh, how how'd you take the loss? That would have been the cherry on top to a I great know. trip. You I feel, just didn't eat the cherry. I got here's a question. You know, I feel a lot of like positivity about that trip and i almost feel guilty saying that to people I'll, I'll i'll always remember that as a great trip and i frankly now guys like kevin and the the guys who can't stand me 
they don't want to hear this, but I but I really enjoyed the game. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was easy for me to cover. It was, it was, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was a very it was very easy to write about because it was interesting, close game. Um, it wasn't a you know a boring ten to seven no, rock fight. No, it was like turnovers galore and terrible and, football. And the setting was gorgeous. Yes, it was a beautiful day. There was no rain. I mean, it was perfect weather. You loved Aviva Stadium. I did. And if Nebraska wins that game, it's going back. It's going back to Ireland. Still, I wouldn't even back. rule out them go going back. back. Yeah, again. I wouldn't even rule out them out going. Just play you know FCS team next time. No, like no, no, no. You go play a good team. Well, when it might not be when Nebraska's good again. Do it. But the experience was that good, except for the result. Yes, that's been the case too often for Nebraska. God. The spillover is next on Early Break in the Ticket.